You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is another Friday face-off. A Friday in December. Doesn't get much better than that, everyone. How you doing? My name is Richard Blosser. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, the Friday face-off, the second episode we do during the week, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So, it is another week that's that's in the books, Um we got one game to review, and uh, just to catch everyone up also on um, some uh, Hunter Shepard stuff as well. This will not be as long as we typically go. Like, last week was an hour-long episode because of everything. We're going to have a full set of recap on Monday because we have a 3-3 three and three this weekend coming up. Should be fun times. So, everybody ready? Good. Everyone silver? Eh, close enough. Let's go. We go all the way back to Tuesday night. Yay! As the Charlotte Checkers come into town for their first visit to Giants Center this season. Third of eight meetings between the Bears. Our games against the Charlotte Checkers are going to be very spread out, boys and girls. Like we're stretching the taffy or the caramel out on this one. Mmm. Caramel. Anyway, um, yeah, it's going to be very spread out when Charlotte comes to uh, the Giants Center. The days of Saturdays and Sundays at Giants Center are not going to happen with the uh, red, black, and white bears. So, um, you know what? I'm going to get into this real quickly, that that, that I have a hack theory in all this. Some of you may have listened back when me and Corey did our uh, schedule breakdown back in July. Go check it out. Um. Bears fans will notice we have a lot of weekday games this year. Some Tuesdays, some Wednesdays. And my theory was was that the Bears are finally doing what a lot of other teams in the AHL is. You know, like the last house in the neighborhood to finally get cable. Um, Finally adopting more of an NHL-type schedule. You know, more weekday games, less back-to-back weekend games. Um, Exchanging Wednesdays. And Friday night games instead of Sunday afternoon home games, to which I don't have a problem with. But I noticed the Tuesday against Wilkes-Barre seemed very odd. Because a Wednesday night at Lehigh, fine, I understand that. But why the Tuesday? You see, my theory, and you notice that Saturday, we had no games. No Saturday hockey in December. What's going on here? I think. Here's my theory. That weekend looked prime for a home-and-home against Wilkes-Barre. That the Bears, I think, wanted to go up to Wilkes-Barre that Saturday night, take on the Penguins. It was their Hall of Fame night. It was more than appropriate for the Bears to go up there. But I think scheduling got in the way and Bridgeport got the claim first. 
and it was like, well, isn't there anything else? Can can you schedule it for another time? I mean, we think Hershey's going to be a lot better. And Bridgeport was like, nah, nah, I, I got a haircut that day. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, no, we, we got to do this date. And it's just what ended up happening. I don't know. Hack theory. Um, Charlotte on a Tuesday, uh, they're going to be in Lehigh later in the week. So they're... Their road schedules are always very stretched out. Anyway, I don't know. Just a theory of mine. So let's get into it. It was a Tuesday night at Giant Center, and <laughs> it was almost a pick-your-seat type night. Season ticket holders, and it was a truly takeover Sunday. Yay! It's Tuesday. Yay! Corporate branding! Come drink our hard seltzer. Please? Ugh. God. There's a reason why I haven't drank that stuff since I got back from Vegas. More importantly, because I'm on vacation. But the Bears and Checkers going at it on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday night. Charlotte without their captain, Zach Delpy, who got recalled by the Florida Panthers. <clears throat> the man has been a thorn in our sides for the better part of three years. But the Bears have not seen the Checkers since October. And safe to say... The Bears are a very different team than what they were then. More confident, more out there. And in the first period, there was a whole lot of nothing. I mean, Zach Fucale got the start. You know, how how are you feeling about that, Bears fans? You want to know why I'm saying that? Go listen to last Monday's episode. So, it was rather even between the two. Zach Fucale versus Alex Lyon. And just very even between the two. Just just very even. It's not like, um, you know, well, it like Wilkes-Barre where it was bang, 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 bang. Goals plenty. Nope. Just very steady. Two teams feeling each other out. Not one of them really wanted to make a mistake. Zach play, got a good save there in the first. A stickless save. That's not what it sounds like. And uh, just very even. Very even first first period. Shots were about e- even as well. We head into the second, and the Bears try to get their rush game going a little a little bit more. And you can kind of feel Charlotte's missing Zach Delpy a bit, but they still have talent on there. Riley Nash, former Syracuse Crunch, Michael Delzato. Yes, former New York Ranger Michael Delzato is is down down there as well. Connor Bunneman former uh, Lehigh Valley Phantom and sacrificial piece for the Jean-Claude Giroux trade. I botched that, but what else is new? So, Charlotte has talent. Do not underestimate them at all. They can score in bunches. But um, the Bears get a, a rush rush going. Mason Morelli, back up to Rybinski, throws it down in front. LaPierre taps it in to the net. They score, and that comes off line is... Lions arguing. It was in before it went off the board. Boardings. Refs pointing. It's in. It counts. Hendricks Lapierre, seventh of the season. Assist to Rybinski and Mason Morelli. Mason Morelli, his eleventh of the assist of the season. Shh, don't tell anyone. But nice job out of the boys. One nothing. Good job, boys. Especially against the Charlotte team. But you can't let your guard down. Later on in the period, cross ice. Uh, Bears, cross-ice, uh, kitty-corner dumping, as Uncle Doc 
Doc would say, Sam Ennis retreats it down the corner. Little backhanded floater on net, and it goes in! Oh my goodness, it's in! It's in! What the heck happened? Just a little floater from the corner, and it it it, it hits a... It looks like it hit a checker and went in. Just a little floater that went bink, bink, and in. Pinball goal. Though I do like that Connor McMichael just went to the other side of the net and was just like, eh, is it below the net? Come on, come on, come on. And was ready to bump that thing into the net. Good hand-eye coordination by Das Vunderkin. That's going to pay off. But Sam Ennis, below the goal line, just throws it in there, and it's in. And Alex Lyons just looking around like, come on, guys. I'm doing all the work. Two goals, 11 shots. Bears are in the lead, 2-0. Not, and I'm there just typing it in, typing it in. And I'm hearing some more Bears push the puck right back down in again. Back up to Bobby Nardella. Wines, fires, he scores! Bobby freaking Nardella! Bobby effing Nardella scores! And I told him that at uh, a team autograph night, and he loved it. Bobby effing Nardella. 3-0 Hershey. Long wrister. Hits a Charlotte defenseman and just deflects oh so slightly and gets into the net. Bobby Nardella, his third. Mason Morelli, his 12th assist. And Henrik Rybinski with his fifth assist of the season. 3-0 Hershey at the end of the second. And all is well. Kinda. But... I've been on this ride before with Charlotte. I've been on this ride. I I know what happens. All right. Corey said this on Twitter as well. I have mental flashbacks with Hershey being up 3-0. Yes. So do I, Corey. So do I. But, you know, you know, Wednesday night in Lehigh, um... Matt Huffelfinger assured me we got this, even though we had a one-goal lead against Lehigh. And, and you know what? I shouldn't worry about this team closing out games. They've done it. They've showed they've been clutch recently. I don't need to fear this. All we got to do is get through the first five minutes of the period. No goals. Lock it down. And we'll be fine. Hell, the Bears even have a power play to start because... Hen, um, Henry Bullby got two minutes for roughing. Okay, power play. This team could do that. The power play's been good as of re- recently. I mean, we can't win faceoffs in our own zone, but hey. But Bears get out of their get out of their own zone. Pushes it up. Scarbosa puck gets lost in his tape. Stolen by Riley Nash. It's a two-on-one the other way with Connor Bunneman. Riley Nash just floats it over to Connor Bunneman, who shoots. He scores. Eighteen seconds into the third. 18 seconds! What did I just say, guys? Connor Butterman is third. Riley Nash's 14th assist of the season. Gosh, it's like... It's like telling your kid. Now, now, whatever... You know, whatever you do, don't go into the restaurant and start crying. You walk right... Walk right in and set the child down. Mommy, mommy just reaches up for you. What did I just say? What did I just say? To you guys... 3-1. We're going to be fine. Okay. We'll be fine. And the Bears get get through the period. A little bit further into the period. Charlotte keeps checking because, you know, they got their mojo working. They know they can beat the Bears on something like this. Get the puck into the... 
to the zone. Henrik Bolby throws it in front. Fukali tries to swipe it out of the way. Out of his crease. Riley Nash jams it in. 3-2. Fukali's arguing, but Ethan Frank got in the way of his own goalie. No interference. Riley Nash, his seventh of the season. Henry Bolby, his fourth assist. And Michael Delzato with his eighth. 3 2 Hershey with 13 minutes to go. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. He's okay, guys. We got this. We got this, right? Ugh. And later on in the period, uh, Riley Sutter interference. Okay, five minutes to go. I've seen this movie. This is it. And Charlotte gets their power play set up. Long up to Michael Delzaro. Wine fires. Deflection. Hit the post. Charlotte can't get anything set up after that. And just fling the puck. And the Bears are able to kill off the penalty. And here's what I realized listening to that power play. I can't watch it because of stupid AHL TV. But anyway. um, Here's what I realized on that power play. They really missed Zach Delpy on that. Really missed him because those are the types where he can play that bumper spot. He can really dish the puck around or screen. And that's what always burned the Bears, those Charlotte power plays. And that is where they missed him. That is where they missed Zach Delpy. An advantage for the Bears. Empty netter. Line is off. And the Bears are able to get the puck out, out of the zone. Really nice pass out. Um, from Michael Gersich floats it over to Vecchione empty net scores finally 4-2 Hershey that's gonna do it with 30 seconds left we held a lead against Charlotte huzzah 3-2-1 win to quote Pittsburgh dad but more appropriately good morning good afternoon and good night Charlotte Bears win it four to two the final. Oh, thank God! Your three stars of the game: Riley Nash third for Charlotte with the goal and assist, Henrik Rybinski with two assists, and Zach Fukali, your first star of the night, thirty four for thirty six. <laughs> you know, I wonder if he was given that as a makeup. But you know what? Thirty four for thirty six. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good, but, you know, kind of a, hey, sorry for everything we happened about Sunday. Sorry, but Bears are able to win it. Good on the boys, and that will put them at, let me just bring this up here real quickly, that puts them back into second in the division with 32 points, one point behind Providence at the time of this recording as well. The loss puts Charlotte at 27 points. Uh, 12, 7, 2, and 1. Don't count them out, though. Do not count them out. So good job on the boys. Good, solid game. Closing out against Charlotte has been tough these past couple years. So good on them for getting that done. So some real quick Hunter Shepard news. As, um, you know, we saw on Sunday was the, the development about Hunter Shepard getting called up to uh, to D.C., and thanks to Capitals pregame, um, they sort of went through the journey that Hunter Shepard went through. And it turns out at one in the freaking morning, 
he got the call, you're going to D.C. Not just going to D.C., grab your bags, get to D.C., get to Reagan, you're going to Edmonton. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, someone's catching a red-eye flight up to Western Canada. Ew. (laughs) To the northernmost team in the entire league. Ah. Even Canadians go, it's pretty cold up there, eh? But uh, yeah, good on him, though. Good on him. Uh, Charlie Lindgren got back-to-back starts um, in Edmonton and in Philly the other night. But um, good to see Hunter Shepard getting some time. What? How long is he going to be up there? Who knows? But Clay Stevenson got called up, worked as the backup on uh, on Tuesday. Um, is he staying the weekend? At the time of this recording, I do not know. We'll just have to wait and see, as Mark Simpson once said. But, but we got a full slate of games this weekend. It's a busy hockey December. It's time to get to the Friday face-off, which we'll get to right after this. Hey, Bears fans. It's time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, more shot for more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and bet $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, with that out of the way, it's time for the Friday Face-Off. This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. All right, everyone, it's a Friday night. It is hockey time. Busy slate of hockey in the American Hockey League. You ready? Let's go. We start by going to Bridgeport, Connecticut, as the Bears travel to take on the Bridgeport Islanders. Bears are currently 2-0 against the baby Orange and Blues. Last season went 5-0-0-1 against the Islanders. Bears taking both meetings at Giant Center 4-3 and 2-1, respectively. Top scorers for the Bears, Hendricks LaPierre with 16 points and Samuel Buldick with 19 points for the Islanders. 7 o'clock start at Total Mortgage Arena in Western Connecticut. We go due east on I-95 to Hartford, Connecticut, as the Milwaukee Admirals travel to take on the Hartford Wolfpack, first time meeting between these two, these two teams. 
Tommy Novak with 21 points leads the Admirals. And Andy Walensky, well, he's caught up with the Rangers. So Tim Gettinger with 10 points for the Wolfpack. 7 o'clock start there at the Hartford Mausoleum. Oh, it's called the XL Center. We go to Quebec, Canada as Belleville travels east to take on Le Rocket de Laval. Hold on a second, everyone. Stupid phones, stupid apps. Stop doing this. Ugh. Hold on, everyone. Sorry. Sorry. Stupid things just not loading. So there we go. Sorry about that. Let's continue on as the Belleville Senators take on Le Rocket de Laval. Already played each other five times this season with the Senators taking five out of the four meetings. Top scorers, Jake Lucchini for the Senators, and Anthony Richard, number three in the league, with 25 points. 7 o'clock start there at Place de Belle. We go to Syracuse as the Toronto Marlies cross lines to take on (laughs) the Syracuse Crunch. Fifth meeting of the season between these two teams as both of them have split the season series so so far. Logan Shaw leads the Marlies with 25 points. Darren Radish, league-leading, 28 points with the Syracuse Crunch, or in the top five, definitely. 7 o'clock start there at Oop State Medical University Arena. We go to Allentown as the Charlotte Checkers travel to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. These two teams have already played each other this season with both games splitting splitting the two games so far. Riley Nash leads the Checkers with 21 points. Tyson Forrester leads the Phantoms with 15. 7.05-ish start there at PPL Center. They got to allow extra time for Channel 69. <clears throat> we go to Rochester, New York. As the Utica Comets travel to take on the Rochester Americans. The two teams have split the season series 2-2 so far. Last playing on November 19th. Brian Pinho leads the Utica Comets with 14 points. Brett Murray leads the Rochester Americans with 15 points. 7.05 start there at Blue Cross Arena. We go due east to the Mass Mutual Center as the Grand Rapids Griffins travel to take on the Springfield Thunderboys. First meeting between these two teams. Terrio Horse leads the Griffins with 22 points. And Matthew Highmore leads the Thunderbirds with 23. 7.05 start there at the Mass Mutual Center. We go to the arena in the shadow of a mountain as the Cleveland Monsters travel from Cleveland to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Pens. Uh, Wilkes-Barre already got the first meeting between these two teams, a 5-1 win back on October 26. Trey Fix Walensky wearing my number, number 64, with 22 points for the Monsters. And Philippe Hollander leads the Baby Pens with 18 points. 7.05 start there at Mohegan Sun Arena. We go to Rockford, Illinois, as the Iowa Wild take on the Rockford Ice Hogs. Uh, the Iowa Wild took the first meeting between these two teams 5 4 back on November 6. Sammy Walker with 22 points leads the, the Wild. Brent Sini leads the Ice Hogs with 26 points. 
7 o'clock start there at the BMO Center in Rockford, Illinois. We go to, sorry, we go to Texas as the Chicago Wolves travel down to take on the Texas Stars. Uh... Texas has taken two out of three meetings against the Wolves. The last two games, Texas has won 12-2. to two. Uh, Jamison Rees has 16 points for the Wolves, while Riley Barber, yes, has 21 points, leads the Texas Stars. 7 o'clock start there in Cedar Park, Texas. Up next, we go to Calgary, Canada, Alberta, Canada, as the San Diego Gulls travel to take on the surprisingly 13-6-1 Calgary Wranglers. Calgary's taken the first two matchups against the Gulls with a combined score of 13-3. Uh, Greco Grimaldi leads the Gulls. Wait, Rocco Grimaldi? No, that, that's a D&D name. That can't be real. Matthew Phelps. Probably top in the league with 30 points for the Calgary Wranglers. 7 o'clock start there at Scorchabank Shadow Dome. We go to from the north all the way down south to Tucson, Arizona as the suddenly hot Ontario rain with Cal Peterson leading the way take on the Tucson Roadrunners there at the convention center. Uh, let's see here. Sorry about this. Um, The two teams have split the season series so far with both games being in Ontario. TJ Titan leads the reign with 21 points. And Michael Carcone leads the Roadrunners with 24. 7 o'clock start there at the Tucson Convention Center Arena. And not lastly, we go to Colorado as the Henderson Silver Knights, the suddenly resurgent Silver Knights, Travel to take on the Colorado Eagles. The teams have split the season series so far with both games being in Henderson, Nevada. Sheldon Rempel leads the Silver Knights with 15 points. Brad Hunt leads the Eagles with 20. 7.05 start there at the Budweiser Event Center. We go to Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada as the Manitoba Moose, my boys, travel to take on the Abbotsford Canucks. A lot of teams have had to travel to take them on recently. Alex Limogas with 16 points leads the Moose, and Christian Wollin with 24 points leads the Canucks. 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsford Centre. Lastly, we go to the Tech CU Center as the Coachella Valley Firebirds travel to take on the San Jose Barracuda. First meeting of the season between these two teams. Andrew Potatolarinski leads the Fireboards with 22 points. And Andrew Agazino, former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin, leads the San Jose Barracuda with 20 points. 7 o'clock start there at the Tech CU Arena. Lots of games there on a Friday. Busy Friday around the league. Let's go to Saturday. On Saturday, we have the rematch between the Belleville Senators and Le Rocket de Laval. 3 o'clock start there at Bell Place. The Canadians must be at home that night. Speaking of the home club being at home that night, the Rochester Americans get the rematch against the Toronto Mar- Marlies <clears throat> at Coca-Cola Coliseum. 4 o'clock start 
there at the Coliseum. We go back to Total Mortgage Arena as the Providence Bruins travel due west to take on the Bridgeport Islanders. Been a healthy rivalry this season as this is a sixth matchup between these two two teams with it being pretty even between the two Providence 2-1 and 2 with Bridgeport being 3 and 2 against them. Vinny Letary leads the P Bruins with 21 points and like I said Samuel Bulldick Bulldock <laughs> botch that anyway leads the Islanders uh with with 19 points. 7 o'clock start there at their Total Mortgage Arena. By the way, it's Bullduck. Bullduck. I just horribly botched that. Anyway, let's go. Let's go back to this. We go to Hartford as the Grand Rapids Griffins uh, travel to take on the Hartford Wolfpack. Seven o'clock start there at the XL Center. We go to Giant Center as the Cleveland Monsters travel to take on the Hershey Bears. Last five seasons have been pretty even between these two teams with the Monsters 4-4-1 and and the Bears 5-3-1. The Bears taking three out of the four matchups against the Monsters last year. 7 o'clock start there in Chocolate Town. We go... Come on. Stop doing this. Come on. Sorry. The, the, the app doesn't want to play along. Sorry, everyone. Just come on. Stop doing this, you stupid app. Stop it. Sorry, everyone. Just the, it, the HL app doesn't want to cooperate. Technical difficulties. All right, we're back underway. All right, we go to Syracuse for the rematch between the Utica Comets and the Syracuse Crunch. 7 o'clock start at Oop State Medical Arena. We go to the PPL Center for their rematch as the Charlotte Checkers take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. 7.05-ish start there in Allentown. We go back to the Mass Mutual Center, as the Milwaukee Admirals will take on the Springfield Thunderbirds. First-time matchup between these two. Tommy Novak leads the Admirals with 21 points, while Matthew Highmore, 23 points, leads the Thunderbirds. 7.05 start up there at the Mass Mutual Center. We go back to the BMO Center for the rematch. Between the Iowa Wild and the Rockford Ice Hogs. 7 o'clock start there in Rockford. We go back to Cedar Park, Texas for the rematch. Between the Chicago Wolves and the Texas Stars. 7 o'clock start there at Cedar Park, Texas. We go to the Tucson Convention Center. As the Ontario Reign get their rematch against the Tucson Roadrunners. 7 o'clock start at Tucson Convention Center Arena. We go back to Loveland, Ohio. Ohio. Colorado as the Henderson Silver Knights get their rematch against the Colorado Eagles. 7.05 start at the Budweiser Event Center. We go back to Western Canada for that rematch between the Manitoba Moose and the Abbotsford Canucks. 7 o'clock start there at Abbotsford Centre. And we go to NoCal as the Coachella Valley Firebirds take on the Bakersfield Condors. First, uh, matchup of the season between those two teams. Andrew Poltitolorinsky leads the Firebirds. Seth Griffith leads the Condors with 19 points. 7 o'clock start there at Mechanics Bank Arena. Everybody got that? Good. Lots of rematches. Let's keep this going. We go to Sunday. Cruddy Sunday. And we go 
to Calgary, Alberta, Canada, as the San Diego Gulls way travel to take to take on the Calgary Wranglers. Calgary's taken both matchups of the season with a combined score of 13 to 3. Wow. One o'clock start there at Scorcha Bank Saddle Dome. We go to Providence, Rhode Island for the rematch between the Bridgeport Islanders and the Providence Bruins. 305 start there at Amca Mutual Pavilion. Ugh, hate saying that. We go to Giant Center for the rematch between the Monsters and your Hershey Bears. 5 o'clock start there at Giant Center, and we go to Tech CU Arena as the Bakersfield Condors travel to take on the San Jose Barracuda. The Barracuda took the first matchup between these two back on November 26. 5 o'clock start there at the Tech CU Arena. All right. All right. That, that was a lot to get through. That was a lot, especially very busy Friday and Saturday. But let's get into some picks, shall we? We go to Friday night, and of course, we always start out with with Hershey. Give me a second here, everyone. And you know what? I'm going contrarian. I'm taking the Islanders. I know I've, I've stayed Hershey, and they've played pretty hot on the road this season. Everything screams Bridgeport's going to win this one. Usually late in the year, I'd go the opposite way, but I'm taking Bridgeport in this one. Just am. Utica versus Rochester. Give me the Amherst. I am not going against the Rochester Americans. I am not. So, um, Providence doesn't play on Friday, so I get a pick em. I get a pick em. Mm. Hmm. You know, I, I'm taking the Ontario Reign. Cal Peterson has this team going. And you know what? Ride the hot hand. I want to go Calgary, but I'm kind of saving that. All right, we go to Saturday. Uh, Bears and Cleveland. Oh, I should take Cleveland in this because it's travel for both. And that, that's a long drive back from Bridgeport. I've done that. But I'll take Hershey. I will take Hershey. Though, again, it says take Charlotte. I mean, to take Cleveland in this. Milwaukee versus Springfield. Oh, God. Uh, Springfield hasn't been the best. And the ad. I'm taking Milwaukee. God, that's such a square play, but I'm taking Milwaukee. Uh, that was the mandatory? That was the mandatory. All right. My anyone. My any one of them. Hmm. Going early? Nah. Nah. I'm going to... Do I go with the moose? My boys in the moose. It's either the moose or the fireboids. I'm going Coachella Valley. I'm not going against my first option. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I won't. All right. We go to Sunday. Karate Sunday. And uh, I'm going to take the Bears again and hope for a 500 split this weekend. Um, Let's see. Bridgeport versus Providence. Wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. Bridgeport versus Providence. Okay, so I I got it. It's either Providence or Bridgeport on set 
I'm taking Providence on Saturday being the fresher of the two teams. I will take them in the rematch as well. Hope for a 500 on that one. And uh, my anyone? Oh, I already know what I'm going with. I already know. Give me... Crud. Hold on. Ah. Give me Calgary. Give me the Wranglers. I With as good as they've been playing and against the goals, give me Calgary. Those 1 o'clock Sunday games always go well for me. Give me Calgary. So, that's it. That's it for the Friday face-off this week, everyone. Busy weekend of holiday, of holiday hockey, and it's the holidays for everyone as as well. And uh, we'll be getting into World Juniors later on in the month. USA and Canada have already revealed their rosters. Mm-mm-mm. So that's coming up at the end of the month. Very busy time of the year. I got to get going to do a lot of holiday stuff, and as should you as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And as always, go Bears. And in the words of Tim Kitcho, ladies and gentlemen, I am out of here. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!